Welcome to the Sleep Fairy Way podcast. I'm your host, Jessalyn Romney, a baby sleep consultant and a mother of four. I'm here to teach you everything I know about baby sleep, motherhood, postpartum, and more. I'm so happy you're here. Hello, welcome to the podcast today. Today we're going to talk about what to do when your baby's day is off. When the schedule gets thrown off or your baby takes a short nap or misses a nap and you're like, what am I supposed to do? So we're going to talk about that today. But first I wanted to read this quick review that says, hi, Jessalyn. I just want to say thank you so much for all that you do. We used your course with our oldest who is two and a half. And although I think he's going to stop napping soon, (laughs) it's always a rough time. He still sleeps from 6.30 p.m till 7.30 a.m. every morning. And in all this time, he has never kept us up in the night, even when he's been sick or teething. So seriously, thank you. We've used your program for our newborn for the first four weeks and tried to put him on a schedule gently. Last night, we fed him at 10 p.m., then two, then six. He's four weeks tomorrow and exclusively breastfed. So you can totally do it when you breastfeed. This is all thanks to you. So huge thank you from two very rested parents, considering we have a newborn and a toddler. Barbs, thank you so much for that review. It's so sweet and I just love hearing from you, especially when it's been two and a half years. Like I love I love hearing from clients who have seen the results over years. So thank you again for sharing. Okay, let's talk about what to do when your baby has an off day. The first thing I wanna talk about is that it's important to understand that this is going to happen because like I always say, babies are not robots. So you're going to have irregular days. Your baby's going to take short naps or they're going to take extra long naps. Your baby's going to add in an extra feed or skip a feed or skip a nap or take an extra long time to fall asleep that day for their nap. So it shifts everything back. There are just so many situations that will come up because your baby is a baby. So this is normal and it's important not to panic when this happens. I also think it's important to remember that these things are more likely to happen with things coming up like the holidays or date night, if you're gonna bring your baby with you or if you're traveling or you have a family party, when you know things are coming up that are gonna throw your baby's day off or their schedule off, you can also apply what we're gonna talk about today and that is the 15 minute rule. I talk about this in depth in my course, I talk about this in all of my mini courses, but basically the idea of the 15 minute rule is to adjust your baby's schedule throughout the day so that you can get back on track for bedtime. I call it the 15 minute rule because I adjust it by 15 minutes and I'm going to give you an example in a minute. But if your baby's day is thrown off a lot, you can do it in 15 minute increments. So you can do a 30 minute adjustment, a 45 minute adjustment, an hour adjustment if you need to. But I like to start with 15 minutes because it's pretty gradual. And for the most part, you can get your baby back on track by bedtime just by adjusting 15 minutes per feeding. So I know this is a lot of information, so I'm going to break it down for you in an example. Okay, so let's just say that your baby is on a three-hour schedule right now, and they typically nap from 8.30 to 10 a.m. That is their regular schedule. You have a 7 a.m. feed, and then you have a 10 a.m. feed. Well, let's say you put them down for a nap, and they wake up at 9.30 instead of 10. So they wake up, They're wide awake. They're not going back to sleep. So you go ahead and get them up and you feed them at 930. So this is where the adjustment is going to come into play. So in this case, your baby woke up early. So you're going to need to push the feeds, push the naps by 15 minutes so that you can get back on track. So 
going along with our example, your baby wakes up at 9.30, they eat, they're probably going to be hungry around 12.30, but typically you feed them at one. So you're gonna do everything you can to try to get your baby to eat at 12.45 instead of the typical 12.30 because you pushed it 15 minutes from the 9.30 feed. So now your baby went three hours and 15 minutes between feeds instead of three hours. Now you're gonna do the same thing for the next seat, next feed. So if they normally eat at one and then their next feed is at four, you fed them at 12.45, so you're gonna push it by three hours and 15 minutes, which will take you to four o'clock, which is your typical feed time, and now you are back on track for that seven o'clock feed and bedtime. Now the same thing applies for naps. So if your baby normally takes a nap from 8.30 to 10, but they woke up early and they're not gonna be able to stay awake for that full wake window, you can move their nap up by 15 minutes and follow that same rule until you get back on track for bedtime. Now, I wanna acknowledge that if you have not gone through my method before, this probably feels like I'm speaking a foreign language to you, okay? Because if you do not speak wake windows, feed times, wake times, all of that, it might be confusing for you. So what I would recommend, well, one, go through my course, I will link it in the show notes and I teach you exactly how to do this in a super simple way. But if you're like, what are you saying? Grab a pen and paper, write out all of the times that I just talked about so that you can visually see it on paper and then it'll make a lot more sense to you. I promise. I'm so visual, which is why like every time I'm doing a consultation, I have a pen and paper in hand and I'm writing it out because when I can see it, it's so much easier for my brain to understand. So if you are confused right now, get out a pen and paper, listen to that one minute explanation again, write it down and it'll make sense. But again, if you really wanna know what I'm talking about, go through my course and I will go, and it will make so much more sense to you. If you have taken my course, this probably makes perfect sense to you. So um, one more thing I wanted to add is that Worst case scenario, say that you have the world's crappiest day off ever, like of all time. You're traveling, your baby has not taken more than a 15-minute nap all day long. They're eating every 15 minutes because you're just trying to calm them down. It's okay. What I want you to do is take a deep breath, survive until bedtime, and if your baby's day is that thrown off, I would recommend a super early bedtime that day. But if you have a horrible day, everything's thrown off, take a deep breath, survive until bedtime, put your baby down for bed, and start over the next day. There is no situation that is too difficult for your baby to recover from. I want to repeat that again. There is no situation that is too difficult for your baby to recover from. Some people will say, oh my gosh, but if my baby didn't sleep today, or if they're not eating when they're supposed to be eating, or they're taking really short naps, or they're not napping at all, it's just going to destroy all of the hard work that I've done to get to this point. That's not true, okay? Babies are humans too. So just like you have an off day, just like you have a night sometimes where you can't sleep, babies will have days where they can't take the perfect nap or they skip a nap or whatever goes wrong, they can recover because you have worked hard up until this point to form healthy sleep habits. And those sleep habits don't just go away. Just like when you learn how to ride a bike, you don't just forget how to do it. Even if you hit a curb and you fall over, you can get back up and keep pedaling. So if all else fails, just take a deep breath and try again the next day. But for the most part, when you have a little hiccup in the road, apply the 15-minute rule, adjust your baby's schedule throughout the day, and as long as you're back on track for bedtime, it's going to be as if nothing happened that day, truly. Like, they will not be affected by it, 
and it's going to be fine. And again, if it's the worst day ever, that night might be a little bit off. Like it might be a little bit trickier for them to fall asleep or they might wake up once or twice because they were overtired at bedtime. But again, it's not going to destroy their sleep. It's not going to make them lose all the skills that you worked so hard to form. Get back on track the next day and everything is going to be fine. Okay, you're doing a great job. Thank you so much for being here. If you could do me a huge favor, rate the podcast, leave a review. It would mean so much to me. I appreciate you being here and I will see you next week. If you want to learn more about the resources I have to offer, head to thesleepfairyway.com or follow me on Instagram at the underscore sleep fairy. Thanks again for listening and I'll see you next time.